One, two, one, two. Test, test. One, two, one, two. They say they feel it, but they never feel it. On this grind, stacking money till it hit the ceiling. Don't group me with no niggas that ain't thinking billion. See, I'm focused on this dream, trying to make it realer. Look, who shit popping, niggas stop it. Wealth is in the mind, trying to get it to the pocket. Wealth is in the grind, kicking doors where they lock it. When you come from the mud, they don't get Yo, what's good? Yo. How you feeling, man? Uh, hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. We, uh, we're a day late. That's yes. my apologies, but... I mean, for everybody else that's listening, it's going to be right on time. Yeah. So well, just, it feels off for me, yeah, personally. Yeah, so. I feel you. I feel you. So. Uh, this is Jimmy. Yo, Brian. And this is Six Period. How are you? Listeners, not Brian. I already know how he fucking feels. Yeah. Um, so this week, a lot of shit happened. A lot of craziness. Um, should we start at the top, or should we ease our way into it? Let's just uh, top, yeah. All right, so... The biggest news item this week is obviously Pusha T's album dropped. Yep. Daytona. Actually, I don't know if people know this. Can you break down the history of the Daytona? Uh, why it's called? Oh that? yeah. Um. So he Pusha recently just started a new Beats One radio show called uh, I think it's just called King Push Radio, and he on there on the the night that the album dropped he explained why he changed the name from King Push to Daytona. Basically saying that while he was recording the album, he wanted to originally call it King Push. Um, it just felt like the natural progression for his next album to be called that. But while recording it, it just didn't feel whatever King Push is supposed to feel like. I'm not exactly sure. He didn't go into that detail, but he was just saying that uh, instead of King Push, since it didn't feel right, what he did feel, what did feel right to him was that the way he was creating music, and I, he was talking about this more today recently in an interview, like he was talking about how he had to like pay half the amount of, I think, rent or money that they were paying to like stay out in Wyoming, I think. Um, Cause it was like him and Kanye kind of split that time and like Kanye was trying to convince him, no, just do seven songs, an album, we're gonna do seven songs for all the albums. And Push is like, nah man, like that doesn't sound right. Like we gotta do more songs. Um, but he finally convinced him. But even like, the, despite how much they were paying to like stay out there and like even the beat for the first song that they finally locked in came in seven days later but the whole album took like months to create um the result of all that i say that to say that the place where he's at now he feels that he has the luxury of time to create whatever he needs or he feels he needs to create um and the fact that the rolex daytona is his favorite watch that's why he named it daytona which is uh obviously like to me, it wasn't the first thing that came to mind. Right. I obviously thought of the, you know, race car driving. I was assuming that it's going to be like, you know, he's moving so many keys that he could race it 500 times or something along that. And when I didn't see any car references, I mean, there were car references, but there was no NASCAR. Right. I mean, I think he might have said Jeff Gordon once or something like that. But he did reference the Rolex over and over again. So, or at least time. So I that explanation makes so much sense. Um, to me, the album is... I'm one of those guys that has no problems just immediately calling something a classic. I think it's a classic. I think Daytona uh, is probably going to stand atop of his like pantheon, like of Pusha T's solo ventures. Daytona is going to be number one to me. Um, yeah, it's your favorite. Yeah, it's I think perfect. it's it's a very close second for me. I think my name and my name my name is my name is still probably my favorite because at least for me when I look at a rapper like I like very complete albums like. In the sense, 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying is a very complete album because it touches on so many aspects of his life. Mm -hmm. And My Name is My Name, like, 
he it's not just him drug dealing rap but he talks about being in a relationship and and being black in america and so for me that was like a, a really that puts itself as number one for me but yeah daytona just i mean for obvious reasons for like the lyrics and, and production it's it's very very strong what's crazy is what's crazy is typically i a thousand percent agree with that like it really does to me matter about you know how well you put together every single aspect of your life and put that on music. Mm. But also to me, I think being concise is something that I really appreciate in a, in an album and music in general. Right. I mean, that's I got that, I guess, from Illmatic because you know, that was my favorite of all time. It still is. But Daytona being seven tracks, and it's still... I say you could put any of these songs against anybody else's best seven songs in their album, and it's going to destroy them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like At least this year. Uh, maybe even the past two years. I don't know. Kendrick has something to say about that. But yeah. to me, I think this Damn, is Damn, I probably, wish someone would start beef with Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick has tried to start beef with Drake multiple times. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll touch on oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll touch on that. But uh, yeah, I think this is just straight bar for bar. It's some old school kind of hip hop feeling that I got when I listened to it. From uh, If You Know You Know to Infrared, every single track had me like on, at the edge of my seat. Uh, the crazy thing was it wasn't the first album I listened to the, that day but it was the one I listened to and like the one that was the most memorable by far uh, and I, I can't say enough good things uh, the only problem I had with it uh, and why it's not like 100% perfect is because Senorita's on there and I just don't really oh is it Santa Maria? Santa, Santeria yeah Santeria yeah. I, I mean I just don't like it that much but yeah. everything else is super hard super heavy super dope like it and heavy piano shout out to Mather for that sample, yo. Bye. Yeah. Um, I guess we could then move into to Infrared, which is the last track. And I saw a tweet about it saying that it's not even really so many direct shots at, at Drake so much as it is to, to Birdman. And I'm like rereading re re the lyrics now and thinking about it. And he, he, the, that person has a point, really. He's not even really going at Drake's neck, per se. He's talking about how Birdman just owes people money, basically. Um, and it's just like the CEO, uh, you know, when the CEO is blinded by the glow, it's different. Like it's obviously there are things that you could say that are subliminal messages at Drake, but I don't think Drake was, he was more like collateral damage of this song. He wasn't in the bullseye. It was more so Birdman to me, but maybe Drake regardless felt some type of way that someone's coming at young money, cash money in general. And that's what incited him to drop Duppy Freestyle. But, you know, I, I think this is probably going to be, I hope this is one of the ends of the whole subtext culture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead or so like you're not like, sure if they're talking about exactly, somebody. Exactly. Like, like, make it clear if you're talking about exactly. somebody. Exactly. Like, why, what's the problem with saying, like, I don't like this guy? Yeah. You know, hip hop in, yeah, hip hop has gotten so buddy buddy. Because everybody's out there to make money, right? So, like, I don't, I don't, I don't fault them for it. Yeah, I would be the same way. I'm it's, not gonna try to step on toes. As that's my check, you know what I'm saying? That's the zeros. So I'm not gonna be super upset. It's a, about it's it. a tricky territory because I think artists always, because, and I don't know who's to blame because like a lot of journalists like asking artists who are on the comps like, what is it like coming up in Atlanta? What is it like coming up in LA? Like, do you guys support each other? Is there beef? That's like such an easy go-to question, and it's like. Maybe sub, like subconsciously they're thinking like, oh, we need to all come together, and in that process, like they've lost the competitiveness in rap, mm -hmm. and like I think we were talking about this like even the competition now in rap isn't even really about bars, it's like sales or it's like mm -hmm. concert, how much money, like how much merch they can sell and shit like that, and 
I don't know at what point that really happened, or I, I mean, we could probably figure it out if we, if we wanted to, but that just takes so much fun out of it. And like the excitement that I felt when I think you told me that like Duffy Freestyle dropped, I was like, oh shit, like this is yeah. stop everything. Yeah. I think the playoffs are going on. Like, Same we, thing we with need Pusher. When Pusher yeah. dropped, I right. was like, yo, Pusher dropped. Yeah. We stopped exactly. People we need to listen, listen to this to now. Fat Funk Flex. People right. do not listen to Funk Flex in 2018. Right. You're wild crazy. Right. You have to be on like a road trip in New York to be fucking listening to Funk Flex. You do the, like if Funk Flex is on, you go to Power 105. Right. That's just how it goes. People all around the world who are online listening to him, were streaming listening to him, it, it's crazy. Like this is what people wanted. They, yeah. they wanted to fight. They wanted something more. You know what I'm saying? This is this is more exciting than like any possible drama that like six nine can create, mm-hmm. and it's just it's so good for rap, and I'm sure I mean and, and and it's also good for them too like the rappers like like indirectly it's gonna give them more streams because people are going to their Spotify's or whatever to like listen to these freestyles and, and songs like I think or I don't even know actually well well push is probably not his is just on SoundCloud actually. Yeah, I think someone was saying like this beef is actually gonna save SoundCloud, which is funny because yeah, I mean the way that like if these freestyles keep going, I don't know if Drake's gonna get a new beat or not. But yeah, it's um, there's just so many things to unpack in this in this beef between them two. And already I've already seen tweets saying that Drake is gonna quote unquote like handle the situation, whatever that means. I don't know if that means he's gonna drop something or he's gonna take legal action or. Let me, let me put it this way. Let me let me let me break it down the way I see it. Duffy Freestyle or Doopy Freestyle or however people in Toronto say it is a great, it's a good song. It's a good song. It's a good diss track. Now, he tried to do what he did to Meek to push, which is I can make a better club song, a song that will get more plays than anything you would come out with, and that will be better than your bars. And he was right with Meek because Back to Back was better than anything Meek had. Right. No matter how hyped, uh, hyped Meek was, Meek can't make a song for his life. Yeah. So Drake had him on that. Just pure songwriting, Drake had him on that. Pusha has never given a fuck about making a song. No. Pusha cared about bars and putting it together with some dope And beats. keeping it real. That's about it. Yeah. And when W Freestyle came out, I was like, up, oh, Pusha, I guess Pusha's going to be done. I, I thought, like, listen, we've already seen Drake go against a lyricist. How do you top that? Like it's gonna be tough because there'll be freestyle. I heard over the weekend. A but it's like it's times. almost sad that you think that way because like we haven't we haven't witnessed a beef like this in so long that yeah. we forget. It's like it's not even about that. It's yeah. just how hard can you hurt somebody? Yeah. How much dirt can you dig up on somebody and then put that in a song? And then when I heard Push's response, yeah, that's when I remembered that what you just said because right, literally that song is very little like oh yeah I'm gonna play this outside. No, that song is literally like you listen to it, you listen to it again, and you just laugh yeah. at Drake. That's pretty much all you yeah. do. You just laugh at him because he just got sunned so hard. Yo, and it's so sad. There are people on Twitter is like, why is Pusha over rapping? Like, why is he saying all these? Like, they were confused as to why like Pusha was going so hard. Yeah. But it's like these kids don't under and, and like I don't know it you know goes back to like how much kids should do research on hip hop but it's like they just don't know the nature of beef in hip hop. Yeah, I don't. Is there such like thing? They don't know no Vaseline. They don't know fucking. Is there such thing as over rapping? ASAP Rock. Fair enough. For some people, I, mean, <laughs> no, no, I don't technique. know. Like you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like right, <laughs> but it's like they, it's their, their. Their perspective, like kids' perspectives, yeah. is just way different than ours. Yeah, I mean, listen, I once the smoke clears, and I don't think it's clearing for quite some time, because as Pusha said, it's only volume one. Yeah. And you know what kind of threw me Dude, off? Dude, every interview after that, he just sounds like he has, like, 
He has a lot. Hard drives of like information on Drake. Bro, he just he named his freestyle after Drake's son, right? No, no, after the clothing line. Yeah. That is his inspired by his son. son. Yeah, yeah. Fucking wild. Yeah, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, so Drake doesn't want the smoke. Drake thought he had it. Drake doesn't have another one. Because Drake's gonna need I I don't I think this is now at this point it's a betting men's game at this point. This is actually a competition. And I think Drake is done. I think the best he had was on uh W Freestyle. And that was probably lyrics that somebody else wrote a while ago. They just had on the back burner. His album, he's on album mode. Don't fuck with Drake on his album mode. If it's like views, this shit's yeah. gonna be whack. Yeah. This shit's gonna be whack. Yeah. This shit's gonna be whack. So, like, it better not. What's but it's like, I, I almost want Drake to reply, with regardless how weak it is, because I want to hear Pusha go again, you know? I don't think, I don't even think Pusha's waiting for Drake to respond. Pusha just has. He should just go, he should just back to back Drake. He says it's gonna put be out, a slow summer. Yeah, he should just put something out weekly, like. Bro, could you imagine if you fucking Good Friday'd him? Yeah. Dude, and it's like, I wonder if this is going to do anything for battle rap, too, just in general. Like, I don't think it will, unfortunately. People that are Drake fans that are probably going to still stand Drake and still say Drake won it because of W Freestyle are not going to care about what makes Push's response so dope and so, like, obliterating. Like, the shit he was saying, it wasn't even, like, the shit he was saying hurt your soul, right? The shit that Drake was saying was, like, facts, 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 facts. The shit that... Push T was saying was like, yo, here you are parading your dad around who left you when you were five. You're afraid of getting married because I guess you don't want to be like your mom. Right. Oh, also, you're like your dad. And you have your Also, your best friend is dying. And also, yeah, 40 might be dying. So yeah. So good luck. That's like ridiculous. That to me is like the ether. When all like literally when people tell me that ether was worse than super ugly or uh uh what is it not renegades, um uh what's the Jay Z one? That samples Fountain one. Um, oh um Takeover. Yeah, Takeover. When, when people tell me that Ether was better was worse than Takeover, what I always tell them tell them is like, okay, Jay had all these complicated bars that he needed, right? And he had all this, made a great song. Like I listened to Takeover in a club before I listened to Ether any right. day of the week. Yeah, yeah. But Nas had one line that just murdered Jay, and it's I followed the Dre style, and that's it, because mm-hmm. it's a fact. If without Nas, you have no Jay, mm-hmm. period, right? That one line declared Nas the winner. So Nas could do schoolyard jokes about how Jay's gay, or Jay's this, Jay's yeah, yeah. that, and oh, you're Dame Diddy, Dame Dash, what, oh, that's nasty, whatever. He could do all that because he already won with mm-hmm. that one line. He already won it. So, I think the same thing with Pusha. Because what Pusha just did was like, I exposed you. You thought you were going to be this like, like he paints himself as like a knight in shining armor, a knight like on a white horse, whatever it is. I just showed that you're nothing but a deadbeat. You're just like all of us. You're grinding. Yeah, I think before all of this, the, the, the go-to joke to make about Drake was that he makes songs for people who like are in breakups or he was on Degrassi. Like they didn't have like anything very substantial. Like, no, Drake, you need to go home and have deal with these serious problems of like, what is going on with this kid? What is going on with this woman in your life? Like, why is your dad almost like a puppet that you kind of use? I mean, I mean, who knows like hey, what no that whole relationship hey, is no like? No one's ever said, "Hey, Drake, are you black?" Right. 
And then uh, we didn't even touch on the fucking artwork, dude. Oh my god! I mean, dude. like, so that artwork and the fact that Instagram made Pusha take that down, it's not on Inst- like um, on his Instagram anymore. And like, and Pusha screenshotted that saying that Instagram took it down due to um, uh, not even copyright. He said that it was like harmful to a third party or something. I don't know the the, the photographer. Huh? Probably the photographer. Yeah. Well, Andrew. yeah, probably him. But Andrew. it's and it's also been taken down from the photographer's website. It's not on his site anymore. But, I mean, there's... It's weird because, obviously, blackface, minstrel shows, uh, all that shit, it's been depicted in hip-hop from, like, KMD to uh, Little Brother. But it's, like, we don't know the story behind Drake's motivation for doing that because yeah, it was I his idea, it was apparently. Like a photo series that was happening that they were, it was, like, Canadian stars were trying to expose, like, racism or something like that. But the fact that he was smiling so, like... It's the perfect image of yeah. Drake. Yeah. It's Drake trying to do something good but coming off corny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the Houston Appreciation Weeks. I mean right. the, only, the only really good thing that he's done besides like I guess make music and stay on top is the OVO Fest. Mm-hmm. Because that's something he really knows about and whatever, whatever. You know, people make fun of You mean good as like significant for his career. Or significant for other people. Okay. Them, you know oh, what I'm saying? You know, like normally when he tries to do something like that. When he steps out in that lane, it comes off as like forced and kind of corny. Mm-hmm. So, like usual, that picture comes off as forced and corny. Even if there was a deeper message, dude, you're in blackface. And you're black. Yeah. Or at least half, half black. black. Yeah. And you thought that was a good idea. Yeah. I mean, that makes me think like, is he looking for now a picture, like a doofy picture of, of Pusha to, to use as an artwork for his ex one? Like, he'll find them, but no, he'll never find. Yeah. A Pusha, blackface. Pusha and yeah. a KKK. Like, yeah, you know, right, right. Like, so he kind of lost. Yeah. And there's also that clip from like years ago of like Drake on interview and he was like talking about how he bought some microphone that was signed by Pusha. And that was like one of his like favorite mics that he used for like years until the the signature faded. Even though he doesn't even know if Pusha actually signed it, so it's like I don't even think Pusha really touched on that. And like he, that's just another avenue that he can go. It's just <sighs> Drake, just Aubrey, just just focus on your album and your tour. The, you, you know the album's gonna be soft as fuck because all his albums are, dude. People are saying it's like it's almost like uh, what is it? Uh, Take care too. Some people are saying it's compared to. Yeah. Don't push Drake when he's in album mode. That's the perfect time to push Drake. Yeah, right. That's when he's in his feelings. Yeah. I mean, the only reason he wouldn't is because he has his boys all around him and they're all writing rhymes like crazy. Mm. And I don't even, like I, that. That's a whole other topic we even touch on. Like, right now we're in a moment where that is not enough to kill a career. Like that alone. He's not a producer rapper, so he has a ghostwriter, right? You know, you know Drake. I mean, no beef can really kill a career at this point because hip hop's not in that place. I mean, fair enough, but it, it could definitely significantly hurt your streams, which it happened with Meek. That definitely happened. I see. So like, we're in a point now where everybody mentions. Did it really though? Yes, it definitely did. Like, there's like zero chance it didn't. Like, Instead of just giving more streams to Drake, like people, less people actually listen to Meek at the time. Like, was that? I, yeah. Did definitely. people track that? Yeah. I'd be interested to see how much it dropped off. I listen, I believe it. Yeah. Um, okay. I know. I start. I saw his name less. Mm-hmm. The only time I saw him was making fun of him, and then he got locked up, and everybody was free Meek. Right. But uh, right now, like the craziness is that he can actually bring it up in a song. 
knowing he's not a producer rapper, right, and act like that's not a big deal. Like knowing that, yeah, that's where we are in hip hop right now. It's different. It's different. Super different. Way different era, man. Way different. Like if this, if you, if if hip hop is gonna be okay with that, then I bet that's where we are. Yeah, and that's what hip hop said. That's where we are. Yeah, so it is what it is. <sighs> mm-hmm. Anyway, have we exhausted this? I mean, actually, we have to go back to now with Kanye again. Yeah. Because now there was beef between Kanye and his longtime ghostwriter Rhymefest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was once, I believe, running for alderman? I don't know if he won it. I think he might have won it. Um, yeah. So Rhymefest. That whole situation is so messy. Yes. So the the weekend or the day after Drake said sent the invoice to Kanye and his team for helping up. Uh, for artist development and uh, press. Right. Rhymefest got on Twitter and asked Kanye, uh, asked Drake to send money to Donda House, which is the nonprofit that he and Kanye created together, because Kanye had said, fuck the youth in Chicago. Apparently. Apparently. Allegedly. Right. Now, I do not believe that Kanye said that, because even if he's crazy, you have to be psychopathic yeah. to do that. That's gotta be, that. that's weird. Yeah, don't believe that. But I do believe that he was probably negligent. And there's so much shit that's come out uh, about this. Have you heard about the shit that's come out with this? With what, specifically? Okay, so now there's some... There were some people that were in Donda House that left Donda House because they said that pretty much Rhymefest was just salty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhymefest wasn't um, allowing them to grow in the same way. That Rhymefest was like obsessed with like talking shit about Kanye. Um, there's a lot of people that just like not a lot but like a couple of people have come out and said that and while a couple of people have said no Rockfest is right you know you know, Kanye stopped doing donations Kanye's kind of moved back moved out of it uh, and you know Rockfest is kind of he was super aggressive to Kim and he's kind of fallen back and said you know listen if I hadn't done everything the right way I apologize but I've only cared about the youth of Chicago blah mm-hmm. blah blah so like it's gone like a weird push pull where like Kim was looking like an idiot, then he's looking like an idiot, then Kim's looking like an idiot, then he's looking like so it's just sort of back and forth, back and forth. I see. And you know who loses? Who? The youth in Chicago. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's who fucking yeah. loses because you know you have your two biggest guys, uh, well three if you count Kim, all feuding about this one program that they all can, you know, single handedly, well not run fast but. Kanye can sing a handily hold the shit afloat. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's not his bra it's not his like he doesn't have to, but he can. And I just I hate when Kim gets involved in that shit. Yeah. It just pisses me off. It's like that you would never walk the streets of any fucking hood unless you had full security around you. Fucking hate it. Yeah. yeah, I mean I get that, you know, obviously if you're married to someone you want to defend them to to no end, but I just would like to see some work that she's done to make her position seem legitimate in some sense. And from what I can tell, she hasn't. So the fact that she just know and like she's just trying to like gain clout over him by calling him out for wearing fake Yeezys or like not showing up uh, to like certain sessions or whatever. But it's it's just sad that like she's not even I don't even think she cares. Yeah. About what happens to the to the institution, and it's not. I, I don't even. Has it closed now, or has it changed names or something? No, it's it's still Donda House. It's just that it went from, 
I thought it changed its name from the. It's no longer Don the House. I thought they changed it. I think so. This over this weekend. <clears throat> yeah, or like recently. No, it's still Don the House. Oh, okay. This weekend it was still Don. Okay. House. I think um. One of the things is that really annoyed me was the fact that she was acting like Ryan Fest is a nobody. I mean, compared to Kanye and that Elba Ershelon of rap, yeah, of course, every, like ninety five percent of rappers are nobodies. Right. But dude wrote Jesus Walks. Like. I don't think she knows that. I don't think she has any respect. She doesn't have any like bearings as far as like who she's even talking to. Really, yeah. she probably just thinks that like, oh, this is one of Kanye's homies. It's it's deeper than that. Yeah, and rap is deeper than that. That's the, one of the things that kind of like annoys me with people like him and stuff like that. Is that like, I don't think they understand that rap is deeper than that. Like, rap has a history to it. And you should, if you want to come in this space and talk about it, or talk like talk right. two people. He in comes it, from a generation where it. rap is about actually helping a community. No, no, I'm not even saying that. I'm oh, saying okay. like, yo, people. Kim comes into rap acting like she knows everything about rap. Right. When I'm sure, yeah, she's older than me, so she grew up a little bit, you know, with more of it. But she's from fucking Bel Air, so what the fuck does she know? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, rap is deeper than just knowing who the hottest rapper is now. Right. You're not 16. Kim. So I expect a 16-year-old to tell me about Juice World. That I I go to them for it. You know what I'm saying? She's not concerned with that. Yeah. So don't tell me what's lit, and don't tell me like, oh, I'm sorry, my fans don't know uh, who Rhymefest is. Bitch, you have like 20 fucking million followers on Twitter. Yeah. Half, well, not half. The hip hop people that follow you, they all know who Rhymefest is. Are you kidding me? Come on. Like it's it's wild to me that that they, you could say that statement. As if you're an authority on rap. Yeah. And apparently she met with Trump or something today about prison reform. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what what good will come out of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. And the fact that, yeah, yeah, man. Trump wants prison reform. Anyway. Trump, a.k.a. I have a new Gestapo, wants prison reform. I don't even want to talk about Kim K anymore. It just gives me a headache. Um... So, this really been, <laughs> we'll do one good uh, piece of news, and that's the Gorillas are coming out with a new album yeah. on uh, June 29th. Yep. Which I... Less than a month away. Yeah, I know. I'm super excited. I've, I don't know if I've said it here on this podcast, but Gorillas are like my, like, after Nas is the Gorillas, like, they're my biggest. I love them, like, wholeheartedly. I think, uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah, this one. Okay. I think H- Humans was a little disappointed. But this new one That's what I was wondering because you were very excited to hear this, but I remember your reaction to humans wasn't. I was always excited to hear new music. Yeah, from Uh, them. I think I should get into Damien Albarn a little bit more. Yeah. uh, Just because I like his music. I like the gorillas a lot. It's Damien Albarn. Danger Mouse is fucking fire. I believe Danger Mouse is coming back for this one. Okay. Uh, It's called The Now Now. Mm. Um, I don't know what it's gonna be. It looks it has like an '80s retro kind of vibe looking to it, and I hope it's not that. Okay. To be honest with you, because the last three albums have all been freaking like electro pop, and I don't yeah, want yeah. that anymore. Right, know? right, right. I, I want that. What do you want gritty. from them? I want the gritty shit they used to yeah. do. You know, you like shit. Demon Days. Not it doesn't not have even, to be Demon oh, okay. Days. It could be fucking Gorillas. The really yeah, self-titled yeah, album. Yeah. Like, give me some shit where you like. I know you want to be conscious. Totally be conscious. But if you're gonna be conscious, give me 20 tracks. Give me like half of the tracks about how fucked up your drugs you are. Yeah. You know, like, 
Can but you, is that reasonable of you to expect that at this point? Yeah, you have so many fucking collaborators. Get that shit done. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, get that shit done. Okay. Like, stop, stop acting like that. You have literally, like, who are they on? Are they on, like, RCA Atlantic or something like that? Um, no, I think it's uh, Epi something. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah. It's uh, Parlophone, sorry. Yeah. Parlophone. They pretty much have... Parlophone opens up the bank vault and is like, just use whatever's in here. Right. Just, just use whatever in, whatever's in here. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do whack shit, yo. Like, I would be shocked if people have any song on humans in their, like, top five, like, top ten gorilla songs. No. I wouldn't say that, but like I, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than you did, but I think you uh, also hold them to a very different standard than I do. I hold them to the highest yes, of possible right, standards, right. and I think that was like an average <clears throat> intellectual pop album, if I'm honest with you. You know, but I mean, it's fair. Do whatever. Like their artists, I will forever love them for Demon Days. And it's also interesting to me because there's almost been no marketing for it yet. I mean, obviously there's still a month left, but their last album they had so much to do about it on, on social media and, and they created the whole comic series and all that but I'm wondering what their why are they make why are they putting this album out and like what's their purpose with it if it has such little publicity around it I think that was the plan forever uh, like the book you bought me Jamie yeah, yeah. thing he said he was already working they were already working oh, okay. on that one um, I think for them to be in that creative process because there's a lot of work to make a Grills album yeah. between the artwork and right, the right. music that is better to just continuously do it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna do another album, you better like you might as well just just do it again. Just keep going, keep going. Right. You slow down, you get a humans, right? If you keep going, you get a demon days or plastic beach. Mm-hmm. So like, hope, I do think that this next one's gonna be better because I think they heard the criticism. They've heard that listen, all those songs we thought were like super deep, super strong, were really like weak and average. Mm-hmm. I think that they they'll be better. But you know who knows? They could go deeper. What if the entire album is just Adele fucking like stripped down acoustic Adele and Damon going back and forth? Yeah, I could see that happening as well. So yeah. I don't know. Do you um, think they'll put another one out after this? Oh, for sure. oh I don't know. Because didn't didn't he say five. that they have a lot of music just like sitting around? Yeah, they do. I mean, that's definitely the way they, uh, Danger Mouse produces, and that's definitely the yeah, way, yeah. Uh, Daily Automated producers. So yeah, yeah. I can see that. Honestly, I wish they would bring Dan the Automated back. Also bring Danger Mouse back. Have them both together in the same room. Yeah, that um, would be dope. Yeah. I wonder what Dan's even doing now. I haven't they heard just, his name. They did finish uh, Dr. Octagon 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. They just put out that new album this year, actually. Yeah. Which was, it was, it was good. I actually did get a chance to listen to it. Yeah. I'm a big Cool Keith fan, too. Yeah. Right? It's Cool Keith? Yeah, it's Cool yeah, Keith. Yeah, Cool Keith, yeah. I'm a big Cool Keith fan, too. He's one of the craziest rhyme styles ever fucking weird ever um okay and one last news item before we get to albums even though you've already heard one of us like one yeah. of the albums like being discussed like crazy um Amir Van Brockhampton does have chinks in their armor um and Amir Van was one of them yeah uh, earlier this year actually earlier this month there were allegations that Amir Van was uh an abusive partner, uh, lines of domestic violence, um, controlling, pretty much um, just doing the usual abusive, disgusting things that abusive partners it's do. Like almost ep- every episode we have someone to, to bring up about this. Yeah, but it didn't take them long to kick him out. They pushed back puppies, I think it's the new album. Puppy, yeah. The puppies called. Yeah. 
they pushed back the album. Um, They're no longer performing at Governor's Ball this weekend. Yeah. Oh, replaced this by weekend? Pusha, yeah. Replaced by Pusha? Yeah, they replaced him with Pusha. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Different entire. Dude, a, a lot of kids were very upset over yeah. that on Twitter. It's like, why? Like, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, they made they made an official announcement. Um, I think it was on Twitter and like Instagram and all that, saying Amir Van's no longer in it. They're going back home to to kind of regroup and all that. Um, yeah, it's just, and it's and it's sad to say that he was the one that I would point the finger at if I had to pick someone in Brockhampton who would have a problem like that. And it's, and it's like he's probably the one I feel the most like. Uh, pity for in a sense because he's the one that's at least publicly we know has been dealing with drugs the most and also a lack of a support network like his family wasn't really there for him his friends weren't really there and that's why he found Rockhampton to be such a good family for himself because they were always there for him obviously but it's just that he like since he had such a, a dark past and he tried to find you know find God and, and go to like these these Christian meetups to like you know find something to help him with these problems unfortunately it just seems like a lot of that didn't work enough and he's still I, we don't, I don't know exactly when he committed these acts against the, the women but it just wasn't enough I guess in a sense and he's just has to pay for it now I don't know if this ends his career I, I don't know if he'll put more music out ever again or if he'll perform uh, but it's it's just another sad, sad story. I, it's tragic for sure. It's tragic for the women. I, I, I feel so sorry for the what they had to go through, especially being you know they're probably like early twenties, late teens. You know, it's, it's right. a common thing that we kind of all gloss over in the usual. But I've seen a lot of kids and a lot of people online saying that they that Brockhampton is going to be stronger after this. I disagree. Yeah. I think Brockhampton may be done. Uh, Brockhampton... Maybe done? Yeah. Wow. Brockhampton uses the Amir Van flow. Every single one of them. Every single one. That is his flow. He's the best lyricist out of all of them to me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I can see Kevin Abstract continuing and being His great. solo career, yeah. Yeah, I can see... Uh, what's his name? Um, who's the other big guy that they have? Oh, fuck. Is Jova? No. Uh, it's Amir Van... Matt Champion? No, no, no. Matt Champion? No, I don't know. Bareface? No, you're like naming everybody that's not um, this guy. Who's like he was like the biggest one. He was like the th- the big three before Brockhampton blew up was Mir Van, uh, Kevin Abstract, and there was another guy. Uh, Singer, or rapper. Rapper. The crazy one, the ODB one. No. I can't. I don't. Uh, we're gonna be so. Anyway, sorry. yeah. So. Let me just find him. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I think that guy is also gonna have uh, a good, a good career. Let me let me just find this guy. This is annoying. Don McLennan. Um, mm-hmm. I think Don McLennan will have a good solo career. Kevin Abstract will have a good so, uh, solo career. Everybody else is going down. Like I think everybody else, whether they fair, were good because of association. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was a good. Song because Kevin Abstract and Mayor Van Don McClendon were rapping and then somebody else jumped on the track. Right. Merlin, I could see him possibly having a good career, mm-hmm. but not really. Can they do it again? I don't doubt it, but 
I personally just think that Amir Van's lyrical direction kind of moves the group and pushed the group. Right. And I don't think Kevin Abstract is good enough to like move seven other people around him, personally. Hmm. Uh, and that's just me. And I'm not in the minor- majority on that one, so you know I'll take that L. But yeah, we'll hopefully, see. Hopefully, it don't fail. But I, you know, it's almost like taking away Ghostface from from Root. Yeah. Yeah, they have to definitely restructure all the the music that they recorded for Puppy, because mm-hmm. now they have to probably take all of Amir's shit off of it. Yeah, hard as fuck. yeah, we'll we'll see what the what the future holds for them from now on, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and an update about Spotify. Spotify has revised their hate policy plan uh, after number of artists. I know the big news ticket was that Kevin uh, Kendrick's. Well, threatened to leave if it wasn't revised. Uh, there was more than just Kendrick, but Kendrick was the biggest name that mm-hmm. you know the people could grab. On and to. and the headlines I saw said that he threatened to do it, but I couldn't actually find evidence that he said that. I it was think his people who said that he would threaten to. Do it. Oh, okay. So it was like secondary. Okay. It was like a yeah, like our source, which would probably be the fader. Their source was right. another source of somebody else. The okay. So it wasn't even like he said it like out of his mouth, but. I mean, they all saw what was happening, so yeah, they saw, they saw that was terrible. So, I, you know, I don't want to say like, oh, let's support these crazy guys or these like abusers and these manipulators and what villains, pretty much. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't gonna end well for everybody. Yeah. And uh, for anybody, really. All right. So, getting away from that, what new albums have you been listening to, bro? Um, I think my new favorite album of the year so far just came out about a week ago uh, it's by this British dude named Bakar B-A-K-A-R he put out an album called Bad Kid um, it's like it's rock it's like kind of minimal punk a little bit um, I mean some of the lyrics like are very reminiscent of like hip hop lyrics so that's why I feel like I'm, I'm very drawn to it but the, the melodies and the song structure all of it it's like super interesting um, I thought it was really dope um, and then Jay Balvin also dropped an album. I have no idea what he's saying on it because it's in Spanish, but it sounds fucking good. And Fire. Yeah, it it'll it's perfect for summertime. Yeah. Um, and then I definitely just have to mention Boogie dropped a new song and video. Uh, it's called Self Destruction. He's such like an under heralded or under appreciated, I guess, MC. Um, yeah, just people people need to be paying attention to him more. I disagree with Fuck you, bro. James. I think Boogie's overrated. He's never really done anything for me. But uh, listen, I'm not mad if he makes it because it's another brother making it. Um, but I think it's overrated. But I'm gonna listen to this self-destruction. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say I listened to like the most obvious out of Pusha album this this week. I listened to ASAP Rocky testing. Um, not a big fan. I thought it was kind of, actually funny story my sister texted me this morning yeah mad early mm-hmm. like seven o'clock to tell me that she thought that testing was on some fake future shit and i was just like hmm. don't even know how that how i feel about i don't know that. what that means but i agree <laughs> that this was even worse than hendrix well actually i don't agree with that yeah but this was and pitchfork compared it to frank ocean uh he said that it was like a like he tried to do blonde and it just didn't work out um I don't know about those two comparisons because, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not an authority on what Frank Ocean Blonde, the whole vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I'm definitely not a 
definitely I thought Hendrix was trash so if it's a fake trash thing it's just a, it's a dumpster fire at that point yeah but I thought testing was ASAP trying to flex all these different ideas he has and actually executing zero of them or very little of them right um, there's definitely tracks there's definitely tracks but ASAP Rocky has so much more potential than the output that he's putting that he's giving us you know what I'm saying mm. I'm still waiting for the promise of that mixtape was it Live Love or the one with I think it might be the one with Live ASAP. Love ASAP is it the mixtape yeah yeah I think I think Live Love ASAP the promise of the one with Purple artist, Peso or Purple Swag no Peso Peso oh yeah. Peso that's Long Live ASAP yeah, okay. yeah Long Live that rapper that was on that album yeah the promise of him has never never come up I think to me part of that reason is ever since Yams died like he kind of lost that guidance and he's like but maybe he over his albums with Yams being alive were good too to me yeah I didn't like it or maybe he thinks now like he's he's like overcompensating and trying to do more experimental shit that he thinks Yams would have wanted him to do at this point possibly like listen yeah. that that's a good that Yams would have challenged him that's yeah. for sure Yams would definitely have challenged him um, but I still didn't like all three albums to me the second one is the only one that kind of rises slightly above mediocre and not even that close. Right. I like ASAP as a person and a personality and a fashion icon and pretty much everything about his rap mm-hmm. except his rap. Um, like, I think he's a pretty decent lyricist. And then you go on testing, you got a little... Because there's so many fucking songs in this shit. It's just 19 tracks long. Like yeah. An hour and t- 10 minutes. Yeah. The last five songs all sound the sa- exactly the same. It's just, oh my God, I don't know what he was thinking. Um, he's got, at some points he was getting, you could tell it was filler because he, he's doing the same flows from like other albums. Right. You know? It's just more about new new production for him. Yeah, but even his production is slightly lacking because it's either let me just let me tone it down, let me slow it up, tone it down, or let me keep it the exact same and just rap on top of it. Right. It's like, bro, I know you're better than that. Like, I know you're better than that. And that's what kills me about ASAP Rocky's albums. It's like, bro, I know you're better than that. Right. I know you are. It's not like J. Cole when I'm like, yo, this is exactly who you are. And that's why I don't like this. It's like, dude, you're going to have a classic one day and this is still not it. So. Next time. Hopefully. 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 Uh, you have anything else to say? Uh, Free Euros album. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck the J Train. Fuck the J Train. Always and Forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, hit us up on socials. Definitely. PS4080, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Pornhub. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if people actually go to Pornhub and just like disappoint. It's like, oh, there's no PS4080 account. Our, our uh, uh, podcasts are right next to Drake's Baby Mama. So if you're looking up Drake's Baby Mama, if you look to the left, yeah. That's where our podcasts are. Yeah. All right. We're Maybe working on getting her sex tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to. She's a porn star, so all her sex tapes are for free. Yeah. <laughs> They're online. Um, I want the director's cut, bro. <laughs> and our email, of course, is ps4080.com. Spell it out: ps4080.com. Yep. Uh, well, at gmail.com. At sorry. Uh, and our website is ps4080.com. So if you made that mistake, you'll get to our website. That's even better yeah. for us. 
Oh, and we have our album coming out soon. Yes, we do. Uh, airplane mode. There'll be a yeah. lot more news coming up, thrown at you uh, at this period, at this point in the podcast later on in the upcoming weeks. But let me just tell you, it's dope. Yeah. And that's all you need to know. All right. Second that. Mm-hmm. You guys have a good weekend. Stay safe. You know it's getting hot outside, so shit's going to get wild. Uh, one love. Peace. One. When the day dies in my city and the sun sets in that ocean, that's the time I get coasted. PCH with the sunroof open. Kissing the curves, I'm in motion. Music is loud and I'm smoking. Way past Malibu, lost in space. When I get in my zone, I'll be ghosting.